Welcome to the Stressed Out Dads podcast, where we touch on serious, humorous, and what-if situations that affect dads and men in general. I'm your host, Chad Patterson, and as always, I got my co-host, Tim Beecham. What's going on today, man? Oh, man, it's been a rough start, but I'm still here, so that's all that matters. Right on, yeah, I mean, as long as you're still here, that's all that's, that's what's good, man. So, man, we ain't even going to waste no time, because if I do, you're going to start joking. <laughs> so let me go ahead and hop on into the first question, man. All right, why do couples that argue and fight on a regular basis stay together? Out of habit. Don't want to have to go through the whole dating thing and learn somebody else's bad habit. I forget how that saying goes. It's better to be with the devil that you know than to try to be with the one you don't know. Now, now do you agree that that's... Do you think that's healthy for for somebody that's... Because, I mean, man, I know people in situations like that, man, uh, in relationships like that, that, man, they they don't get along worth nothing. They argue all the time, but they always holler, we love each other. And, hey, they may love each other. But just because you love a person don't always mean that it's good for you to be with them. Right, right, right. Well, uh Using an analogy that, um, like with you, since you live out in the country, I know you love your chickens, but you're going to still kill them and eat them. You know what I mean? <laughs> so um, love shouldn't be the only reason you're together. If you get, And then again, is it really love? Is it really? Right, right, right. It, it's just habit. You know, like when you uh, get up in the morning, you might be feeling sick and stubbed your toe, got the runs, and... Uh, your wife said good morning, and you said good morning, saying you you sleep good. Yeah, this habit, condition right, response. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I, I I do see your point, man. Cause um, and and going back to what you said, is it love? Is it love, or is it just being comfortable in, with your situation? Cause, man, I recently had a friend tell me that them and their significant other argue on a regular basis, man. But that after every argument, they have great makeup sex. And that they'll probably get married because that's all they know. Now, I'm be honest with you, man. I thought that was sad. But, you know, who am I to judge? I, you know, I'm not judging. You know, you live your life the way you live your life. But do you think that a marriage like that can even last? Now, my opinion, I I don't. Eventually, it's going to crumble. Eventually, it's going to crumble. But that's just my opinion. And what do well, you based think on, about that? Based on what you're saying, that could be a plethora of things. I mean, it's a, maybe it's the um, the trigger for the good sex that causes the arguments. And then when you look at all arguments or anytime somebody's upset or gets mad or frustrated with somebody... It's usually because a rule that they have set for themselves has been violated. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. Uh, like over here in the United States, if um, we see somebody walking on our flag, we're ready to get the gun out and shoot them. But if somebody's walking on our flag, let's say in Dubai, they really don't care. So it's just the associated meetings they have to us and the rules we have for ourselves is violated. And it could be a sign. Maybe I need to slack up on those rules a little bit, or if you try to make the relationship work. Do they have any kids together? 
No. Or is there any no. kids involved at all? No. No, because no, uh, both of both of them, their kids are grown. Okay. Do they have any property together? No. No. So there's really nothing there that would keep them together, other than the uh, their twisted version of what a relationship should be. Right. 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 Okay. That, that's exactly right. I did, man, it, it just threw me for a, a, a loop that you would even want that and you would even be willing to continue to roll with being in that situation. I, again, you know, you live your life the way you live your life and only you can live your life. But I just, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be in a, in, a, in a situation where we're arguing on a constant well, it's, since you only talk to the the male in this, I, I'm guessing is the one you right, talk to. Right, right. There's um, two sides to every story. Yeah, yeah, of course. But there's a based on what you're saying, and based on his side, and based on you know doing some consulting and and watch reading a lot of case studies through the hypnotherapy. It's a uh, we all the however we are today, and the phobias and fears and all that stuff we have is based on our life experiences. None of it's mm-hmm. real. It's the reality we created. And who knows what, what happened to him as a young man or what trauma he's been through or experienced or seen that makes him feel that. Because at the end of the day, whether anybody wants to admit it or not, it's a low self-esteem issue. Right, right. You know, Because you, yeah. would, you wouldn't tolerate something that was um, half-assed, uh, any other aspect of your life. You wouldn't. If you got up in the morning and, and your jeans had big holes in the booty and everything, you wouldn't say, ah, I'm just going, it is what it is. I'm just going to wear it. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Good, good boy. Or, or, good, or you got there and, and your car door wouldn't shut. And every time, you know, make a left or right turn, the car doors fly open. You say, oh, man, it's time to get some new doors or, or a new car. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. But sometimes in a relationship, hurt people hurt people. And the sad thing is that they're still sticking it out. Then that means that the fix isn't that hard, but it has to take them to sitting down and yeah, realize sit the truth and, and, and approach to fix it. Yeah, but it's usually usually without some guidance or somebody in the middle. Nobody ever wants to tell the truth. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's true. Because I'm sure you you notice a certain degree of argument or disagreement it is actually healthy for a relationship. And, and and now that also, again, comes to how you handle those disagreements or um, arguments or, or, or tiffs or have, have you want to call it. Right, right. But um, how much of how much is too much? How much is this is a problem here instead of us having a regular um, spit spat? This this is a problem. Well, I, I use my, myself as an example because I'm. I don't want whoever listens to if they say, "Hey, you know, Chad's talking about me." Just just human beings in general, uh, whether it's uh, with the parents or your significant other. If you, like I said, when you're upset and it gets to the point when you're yelling, that's almost like the check engine light in your car coming on. That's letting you know a rule that you had set for yourself was violated. Like we had a discussion years ago where we were talking about religion, Christianity and stuff. And one of the rules that you grew up with, you don't never sit anything like a coffee mug or a soda can on, on the Bible. That's just a no, right? Right. And like one of the rules we had in my house, my grandmother, you, you weren't allowed to sit your hat, take it out, your hat off your head, sit it on the table. 
Yeah, uh, that was like a, yeah, uh, that I've was almost that equivalent to sitting your shoes on the table. You know what yeah, I mean? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've, I've heard that one too in, in my family. And it, it's just different things like that. Being able to realize when your somebody in a relationship has to have those tools that when your voice starts to get elevated, you're like, oh, my check engine light come on, mm-hmm. and then you have to regulate. Now, let's say that, and I'll just use me as an example. Let's say that the kids are, um, they're, they're writing on the walls. They're, you know, um, breaking dishes. They're eating up all the food, leaving stuff all on the floor. And I'm yelling at them. That means that I have a better, I, for myself, a better standard of life. And I think that them being messy is violating a rule that I have for myself. Now, right, I have to make a decision. Right. I either enforce that rule. Or I said, man, maybe I'm being a you know a tough ass. Let me downgrade a little bit to try to accommodate everybody, and we all get along. So that's where it comes to. I, like in his relationship, he or, or whoever the individual is, when they get to yelling, I promise you, it's never what they think that it's about. Like he may come home from work, and she said, "Why are you tracking mud in the house?" That's not it. She was already fired up before he got there, right? That's or whatever exactly was triggered. Right. Whatever her trigger was. Right. That's exactly right. Actually, it's a pretty easy fix as long as both of them are willing to look in the mirror and say, hey, everything that goes on in this relationship starts with me and I have to be the one to fix this. And, you know, sadly, that is a hard thing for some people to do. Yeah, I know plenty of time I knew I was wrong and still walked out. <laughs> 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 Yeah, you're right about that. It is a tough. Hey, thing. same here, man. I can't, I can't deny that we, have, we, we're all, we're all guilty of that, man. Um, you're always going to have some trial or tribulation in, in in your relationship because that's just life, you know. Mm-hmm. But that's why I always say, do your best to work on your problems, to sit down and work out your problems on a normal basis, because if you don't do that, something that you think is small that, you know, bump it, just let it go. We don't have to talk about it. Eventually it's going to come back to bite you in the behind, man. And when it comes back to bite you in your behind, it's going to be a big bite. And that bite's going to keep getting the wounds going to keep getting bigger and bigger if you don't yeah, work yeah. on it. I made a suggestion to uh, a, a couple friends of mine and over the weekend they were telling me, I told them to put together a relationship coupon book and they, they used that site that, you know, I have recommended to you. Yeah. And they said that it took them almost a week to get the book together because they were going back and forth in, in like a loving kind of way mm-hmm. on um, what to put in the book. Right, you know I mean? right, right. Like she, she wanted a a foot rub coupon put in there, and you know what? Most of the thing the men want is sexually oriented. You know, right? What I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and do the dishes all week and uh, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And they um, they said they had fun putting it together. The coupon book came in, and uh, you know now what it seems like. Everybody's on their P's and Q's, and nobody wants to use up all the coupons. The coupons. Because they, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, they ain't called it and thank me for that. But I think that, like, what I, a little trick that I do is when I see that I'm going way left in my 
my compass is thrown off. I try to go back and think what made me fall in love in the first place. What was it? You know what I mean? And I go through that in my head and put myself back in that state. But where it gets difficult at is you're in this state and you're back to being, oh, man, you know, this is the greatest person ever. Uh, I'm lucky to have this individual. Yeah, yeah. And they ain't changed. You know what I mean? Right. So, <laughs> yeah. So the, the coupon book was something that I thought, like, um, on my end, we started, um, we decided once a month we're going on a date. You know what I mean? Because this, this corona stuff's not leaving. It's not leaving. No, it's going to be here for a minute. Anywhere. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, just just for our listeners, if you want to uh, find out factual information, go to scholar.google.com and do your searches on that. That's scholar.google.com. And you can get factual papers from actual individuals that know what they're talking about on okay, that. That's a little, okay. little Google secret right there. All right. They use in the market. Okay. Yeah, but, you know, it's just trying to, trying to, because I hear people say it's usually that, we're together because of the kids, or we're together because we have a house and cars together, and uh, we have debt together. Which I think that there's this some relationship. I think that it's gone too far. You know what I mean? It's it's beyond putting back together, and I, right, I hate it's beyond to say repair. Yeah, yeah. Because this is when you didn't hurt each other so much. That is no turning back. Yeah, yeah. Now you know. um, Let's go to uh, uh, back what you said about staying together for the kids. Yes. Man, I think that's one of the biggest mistakes that you can make, man, is staying together for your kids. Because eventually your kids pick up on all of that tension and all of that anger, man. Mm -hmm. And they may even, you know, they may even hear you arguing and it's it's just, it's, it's not healthy. It's not healthy to stay together for your kids. Now, people people think it is because they don't want to tear that home apart. And I understand that. But it's definitely not a healthy situation. Well, my mother came from a broken home, and she went through that. Now, uh, I grew up, my, my father was extremely abusive growing up. I mean, extremely bad, bad. Right, right. And I'm... Um, she felt and every time I, you know, she would be crying and I, it seemed like I was the only one that was ever there for her. She would always say, I don't want my kids to not have a father. You know what I mean? And I'm like, forget that. Man. Let's get out of here. You know what I'm right, saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she never would leave. And all the way to my father's dying day, they had this weird relationship. Wow. It was like a love-hate relationship. Wow. You know, speaking of that, man, um, you know, we've had this, we've had numerous, I mean, we, we, we're brothers from another mother, man. True, we've had true. We've numerous conversations about this stuff. And, and you know, same situation with my, my parents, man. Um, my dad was abusive, but mama stayed. My mama stayed, man. And, and um, uh, as I got older, close to being grown, well, pretty much grown, however you want to put it. Um, it was around those times where she would start saying, um, you know, if this happens one more time, then I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah. And that that one more time would come around and she would say it again. If this happens again, I'm leaving. 
And it got to a point where I said, um, after having to fight my dad, I said, you said if this happened again that you would leave. And uh, it was getting to the point, man, where I wouldn't, I wasn't staying at home anymore. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, and so it, it eventually it did get to the point where she said enough was enough. But I, I mean, you know, um, I was, I never forget, man. I was, um, I was about to graduate high school. Like, uh, I was graduating high school a week or two. When they when they uh split up and when uh they that you know the cops came and picked my dad up and took him to jail man yeah yeah well I I can say far back as I can remember I never remember my mother calling the cops I, I, well, I was, when yeah. you said that I'm sitting here thinking about it they had a weird relationship and it was it was strange right right you know the crazy thing about my mama calling the cops that time because. She didn't call the cops a lot, man. She didn't do it a lot. And honestly, man, I only remember about two to three times that, that, that she did. And I mean, man, they were, my parents were married for uh, 22 years. Wow. And, um, so, so you and your wife been married longer than your parents? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, or to, been together. together. Been together. Yeah. together. Yeah, together. Wow. Um, That's awesome. But, um. She, uh, you know, she, she, like I said, she only called two or three times, but man, the, the, the crazy thing was, is the, the, the last time that she went to the station and it wasn't even a call. She went to the station to file a report, man. It took them two weeks to come out and get my dad, man. <laughs> yeah. It took them two weeks. And I never forget the day, man, that they picked him up. M- me and him was out in the yard working on his car and the cops, the cops drove up and he knew what it was. He knew what it was, man. He went, he went in and cleaned his hands up and where was your mama at when this happened? She was, she wasn't home. This was on a weekend. She was, uh, I know, I know what she was back then. My mom worked, um, 12 hour shifts, four days on four days off. So she would work 12 hour shifts, she worked that for four days, and then she would have four days off, and and that fell on the weekend where she had to work. I never forget it was on a Saturday, man. It was around about I don't know, like two o'clock in the afternoon when they came and picked him up. And um, I didn't see my dad again for a pretty good while, man. And I remember going to see him in jail. And um, and I I hope I'm not getting way off the subject. No, 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 no. I mean, it's I I think that the the listeners would like to know because I'm sure a lot of them listening to uh, stressed out dads they can relate to what's going on, and it's good to have so transparency on the show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, um, I never forget going to see him in jail, man. And uh, I stood in that line for an hour. A little over an hour, say about an hour and fifteen minutes or something like that, and I get up to the, the the front desk, and he didn't have me on the list, man. He he didn't have me on the list to visit him, and um, I said, well, I I, I can't I can't see him. 
By that time, you was old enough to go by yourself, weren't you? Oh yeah, I was. I was eighteen then. I was eighteen. Um, and uh, I said I can't see him, and it was like, it was like no, if you, you know, if you're not on the list, I'm sorry, you you can't see him. And I was shocked that my dad wouldn't have his son on the list to visit him. Well, maybe he didn't yeah. want you to see him like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's possible. It's possible. I never looked at it like that. I'm sure it's a level of embarrassment there too. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, man. Um, again, yeah, I think that staying for the kids is definitely not not and not throwing any judgment on on people that may even be listening that's in those situations. But it's it's eventually your kids pick up on it, and if it, if the relationship is toxic enough. It affects it affects the kids. Well, I, just just my opinion and my poor advice that I give. But I always tell couples sit at the table, and I do the same thing. Right. And I think every relationship. I try to do it on a monthly basis. Sometimes it's it's it might be two months, but I call it a checkup from the neck up. Yeah. When I go in, I learned the hard way that. I ask her first. Hey, look, babe, I need to do a checkup for the neck. Now she knows what it is when I say that. Yeah. I said, what can I do to be a better man in this relationship? And depending on when I catch her or what her mood is, sometimes it's two or three things. uh, Sometimes it's 20 things. But I think that that gives her the opportunity to say stuff that she should have been saying along the lines. Right, right. Uh, and uh, and for me, like sometimes uh, when it gets down to the tough part and it's just like, whoa, I try to be more mature and just not walk out. But I do set a deadline on it. Hey, we are in a bad place. We need to take care of this. If it's, we can't sit down and come to work on this by this time, then we need to talk about how we're going to separate. Because one thing I refuse to do is live my life being miserable. I feel that, man. I feel that. And cause who wants to who wants to live like that? I would think nobody, but a nobody, lot of people do live I, like you. Be, you would definitely be surprised at who lives like that, man. Who live? It's people that do that do live like that, man. And um, it's stories that I can tell, man, of people I know, people in my family. But you know, for one, I don't. I don't want. To put people, you know, put the business out there like that. I wouldn't say their names, but I also don't want them to hear this podcast and be like, "Hey, you, I know you're talking about me." Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this. Speaking of people, this is a sort of unrelated, related. Yeah, I have a um, guy friend. He is going through the mud right now, and just to, I don't want to give up the whole thing because whenever you're ready to have him on, I want mm-hmm. to hear the people to hear it straight from his mouth. Okay, but back in the day, I used to tell him, "Man, you've been when him and his girl split up for the like this was the final time. He had had enough, and she had done this guy dirty two ways to Sunday. And you can count on one hand how many men I think in my life that I said, you know, that's a good dude. Now, what I mean right, by that right. is that, like, um, if they found a, a million dollars in the bag out in their yard, they they would give it back." I only know yeah. about two, two maybe three people like that because I already know I'm not one of them. 
You know what I mean? How that was. Right, right. So those people, if uh, Holly Berry knocked on their door butt naked, they would say, nah, you know, I'm, I'm married. You know what I'm saying? Right, <laughs> I don't, yeah. He's one of those dudes, man. And um, he his ex-wife was already a year or two behind on child support. He wouldn't go down there and enforce it because he didn't want to do that to her. Now, it's not like he was still in love with her. He had some animosity, and he was still hurt over the things that she had done in the past. Yeah. But then this summer, he let his kids go down there to see her. She lied about the address and didn't know where it was at. And now she done filed a restraining order on him saying that he was a bad guy, and they won't let him go get his kids. What, what, was, her, what was her purpose? <laughs> Hell if I know. Hell if I know, but... He's somebody I would like to get on here and for the listeners to hear. Because, you know, they hear your story. They hear my story. They should be pretty yeah. much have a vibe for us. But he's going through the, the, oh, and check this out. I think his kids are about 11 and 13 or 14, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. They told child services they were afraid of him, too. Why? The, look, this is not that type of dude, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, and right, he, right. When he was telling me I was hurt, I had a lump in my throat. And, of course, I, my first reaction is, oh, we need to jump in the car and ride. You know what I mean? And uh, But he's been handling everything right. And nobody's been there for him as, as far as giving him a hard time. As far as, uh, like, the school let her transfer the kids on a lie and never called him and notified him at all. Is that legal? No, it shouldn't be. I, I mean, I'm not no yeah, I mean, attorney. I don't think so. it should be. It don't sound like it should be. Well, I don't think. Well, I, I hate to say because I'm not condoning putting your hands on a woman. Now, it, I may be wrong. I may be wrong. But if I yeah. was driving down the street and this happened to a friend of mine several years ago, driving down the street and he seen, I don't. Let me re- let me rephrase this one. He seen a car that looked familiar at the at the hotel, like a Motel Eight or Motel Six, like that. Yeah. So he went over there. Yes, it is the car. So he backs up, sits in there. Here comes his wife and this guy that he knows coming out of there. That he knows. Yeah. So wow. he just went up on him, let him know that I, hey, I seen you, I, I got you, and you know he moved on with his life. Now he was hurt, he was messed up, but we were there for him. He had a good support team. Right, that's good. I think that's different if I went out and caught my wife at, at Motel 6. Yeah, yeah. But if I come home and catch him in the bed in the house that I'm paying the bills at, nah, man. Nah, that's, that's, uh, yeah, man, yeah. And hopefully he's smart enough to get his clothes on leave because he got a pass. But I'm going to call 911 tell him hurry up and get here because uh, I'm not trying to kill her. But I'm going to dot that I. Believe it. It's wrong. <laughs> that T a little bit. I'm saying, it, oh, she's going to need a dental plan. That, that's, because it, I remember this, um, my friend growing up, there was this uh, Mexican guy. He was dating this black girl, dating this black girl. And we were sitting on the porch, and we seen guys used to come over all the time during the day while this Mexican guy was at work. Like, oh, man, you know, and the dude was good. If you was out there washing your car, he wanted to come and help you. If you was out there doing your yard, he, he might go grab his edge or the blower and help you out. Never right, wanted no money right. or nothing about it. He, he might want to come over and have a few beers or whatever. Great yeah. guy. Yeah. Me always been like the Dr. Phil. I seen her at the store, and we was walking back together. 
And I tried to ask her, so why would you do this man like that? He goes out, busts his butt to keep the lights on, put a roof over your head. And you're going to do that? And she just said that he was boring. He wasn't exciting. She loved him, so she claimed. But he was just boring. How can you keep a... She ever talked to him about this? Uh, Sort of. I'm about to tell you that part. <laughs> okay, okay. So we're sitting out on the porch one day. And um, here comes a guy over there. Got to park his car down at the end of the block. Walks across the street, goes up in the house. Like, God, man, here she go again. It's that blah, blah, blah. So we talking, talking. The bus pulls up at the corner. Her man gets off of the bus. We like, oh. He's like, mm. hey, uh, hello, amigo, this, that, blah, blah, blah. We talking, this, that, blah, blah. I'm like, man, I'm, we really, we try to keep from going in this house. Uh, yeah, yeah. We try to be loud and all that kind of stuff. But he goes and says, oh, you know. I'm going to go in there and surprise my exposed side, this, that, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, okay. He goes in there. Man, you hear, bam, crash, boom. It's not like a cartoon. Yeah. But now we thinking, man, we could have stopped this dude. What if, what if he murders him and this, that? The dude that went in there comes running out. He got his clothes in. He is butt naked. got shoes and clothes in his hand. He running. Right. The girl come out there. She butt naked. She's running. He's chasing her. He got this little. It looked like it might have been a Dillinger. I know the gun was little. If you, oh, you right, make a right. fist, and you ain't got it. So he yeah. run out there behind her. He like, hey, puta, it's it's over, over, o v v, uh, oh, you know what I mean. So, so it's not a funny situation, but we was laughing because he didn't know how to spell over. Right, <laughs> but he was trying at this time. Oh man. You know, when I heard him talk about it, you know, like a week or two later, we were sitting out to drink some beer, and he didn't got rid of her. How much he loved her, how hurt. He said the hurt wasn't because she was cheating. If she doesn't love him anymore, okay, that hurts, but we can move on. Yeah. But he's out there paying to keep the lights on, to keep the roof over the head. And all that, yeah. They have her yeah. to the nice things that she can have, and she's cheating in the bed that he comes home and sleeps in. Yeah. Yeah, that's too yeah, much man. for me. That's, that's, that's got a damn... Man, that's a kick in the balls for sure. Man. Again, I would like to say I do not condone. I'm up here tapping on the table. Let me stop. That. I do not condone <laughs> putting your hands on a woman. However, no. I think, like right now, my woman, she, you know, if she is yelling and arguing, I'll back up. I'll move my things. She throws some blows. You know, I'm a third degree black belt. Well, one of them got taken away. I'm going to be honest about that. Um, I'll just block her, go about the business. But don't run up on me throwing hands like you're a man. Nah, because you're you going to get treated like a man. And if I, I say going about your business, like let's say that you was at, you was uh, down in the basement shooting pool. Yeah. Your wife was mad at you about some stuff. She came down there and uh, hit you with the broom. I mean, hit not, me not no play here. Like, like cross your back. What? Oh, hard, yeah. hard enough to break the broom. Okay. Is it just, babe, what are you doing? Or is it, oh, okay, the gloves come off right now. <laughs> she going to catch one to the back of the head. She going to have a lump on that head, on the back of that head, man. <laughs> for real. Oh, just, uh, like hey, I man. said, I know you nah. don't condone it for sure, but I don't no, condone it. I don't it, condone but- that at all, but I also do not. Here, here's how the game is played. And I think this is where it gets construed. 
Is a man supposed to put his hands on a woman? No. But is a woman supposed to put her hands on a man? No. Mm. You keep your damn hands to yourself. That's how when we was kids, we was taught keep your hands to yourself. So that also rides when you're an adult. If I don't put my hands on you, don't you put your hands on me. I'm the same way. I do have a line that if you cross that line, I don't care who you are. You could be nine or 99. You're going to catch these hands. Right, right. What's that line? Oh, like I said, the one I just told, uh, excuse me, let me, I keep stepping away from the mic. Like I said, the one I just told you. Now, let's walk down this with you. You know, you over taking care of your mother or doing the yard for your mom or something like that. You come home, catch your wife in the bed with another man. And the bad thing about it, you done seen him in a cookout. He been drinking your beer, eating your food. Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. see this dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you just going to say, hey, you know, won't y'all just get out there? Nah, man, I don't think, I know you, man. I remember at, at a cookout, you gave somebody else caught the fade because they was, uh, <laughs> they, they said, we're going to get into that because you're going to try to tell the listeners I'm lying again. So we ain't going to oh, get into that. Here we that. go. <laughs> but I mean, man, you, you, you're right, man. Um, and, and here's the thing. A man is going to do what a man is going to do. Yes. What I mean by that is this man, I come home and this man sleeping with my wife mm-hmm. in my bed. Mm-hmm. That man is doing what a man does. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. But here's what it, here's where, in my opinion, this man is messing up. You know, she married and you going to come to her house in her bed where her husband and her sleep and her husband paying bills. Now nah, that's where he got to catch one too. <laughs> so he, 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 he just get a two piece on the way out the door. Oh, yeah. He, he going to get a two piece <laughs> or, or may, maybe as, as, uh, as my son say, the 10 piece from Zach's piece. <laughs> and, uh, he going he going he going to be, he can be on his way. Now, for some of our listeners that may not be familiar with Zaxby's, what is that? Oh, Zaxby's is a, it's a restaurant, it's a fast food restaurant. They're famous for uh, the chicken. They're famous for chicken. Oh, okay, uh, okay. Fast uh, Zaxby's is. Are, are you familiar with Zaxby's? Yeah, I know what it is. We don't have one here. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. See, I, I, I forget, man. Like y'all have a Wawa's, we have a, a Sheets. Yeah, y'all got bootleg. Wawa. <laughs> Actually, uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Because Wawa's came first. Well, the the uh, in their little book that they said Wawa's every year has a like a anniversary book. Yeah. In the book, they told the story. The guy used to work there. <laughs> he used to work yeah, at Wawa. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, man. I, I mean, it comes down to uh, you know if I if if I catch him in a hotel room, that's 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 different. Um, I mean, she's still gonna catch one, but one more, one more question for you before we move on. All right. If you and your wife going through a rough patch, y'all sleeping in two different bedrooms, y'all barely talking yeah. in the house. She comes home one day and say, "Baby, we need to talk." So y'all sitting down at the kitchen table, and she says, "Hey, I stepped out on you one time, and I got pregnant." Mm. 
do you stay with her and help her? Because the, the dude she got pregnant by gone. It was a one night stand. She don't even know who it is. Mm-hmm. So do you stay and, and, and help raise that kid as your own? Or do you say, nah, this is it. You on your own with that. Number one, I ain't raising nobody else's young man. <laughs> That's just, uh, let me go ahead and get that out of the way. But we also can't uh we can't we can't work that out, man. You know. Um You you came to me, which was a, a, a you you came to me. I I give you that. Well you can't you give her no credit for that. Cause in a few months she was going she was gonna have to come to you anyway. You know well I mean? true, 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 true. But you stepped out on me. Also, you stepped down on me and you were stupid enough not to even have the dude strap up. Mm. But on top of that, you stepped out on me, period. Because I'm going to say it again, man. Chad ain't raising nobody else's damn young man. Now, how would you answer this question? I have to give her to Michael Jackson and Diana Ross. <laughs> he's on down, he's on down the road. <laughs> <laughs> she, she got to go. <laughs> And I and I do real I do realize it takes some you know some strength to you know sit there and I I know she's probably playing it over in her head all day mm-hmm. and I, I tell her hey look you know something it took a big person to sit here and admit that mistake yeah yeah now um I can't tell you what to do with the kid I would never tell you what to do with the kid but I am going to tell you you need to get settled into your new place before you start going through the pregnancy woes and stuff like that. And while you can still lift boxes, you need to go in there and get the packing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, I help her, you know, whether that be moving with a, her, moving with a, with a, a sister or an aunt or a friend or, or something. But, no, nah, we, we, we can't work that out, man. We well, you know something like that happened, you would call and tell me. Then I would call back late at night and play cold. Bloody! Oh no! no. Yeah. <laughs> Eric James, <laughs> let's uh, let's go pay some of these bills. We'll be right back, y'all. Oh, what's up, pimp? This is Chad from Stressed Out Dads. If you're a DIY dad like me, you got to have the right tool for the job. And my number one tool for auto repair is the Milwaukee M18 Fuel Mid-Torque Impact Wrench. Man, you gotta get one of these. The included rare lithium battery delivers more power and runtime for longer use. Its Power State Brussels motor puts out up to 2400 RPMs, delivering up to 450 foot-pounds of fastening torque and 600 foot-pounds of nut-busting torque. Worried that a job may be too much for this tool to handle? Don't. The built-in Red Link Plus technology prevents damage to the tool and battery due to overloading or overheating. It also comes with a built-in LED to illuminate your work area and also includes a carrying case, charger, and a second battery. If you want to find out more about this awesome tool, visit stressedoutdads.com forward slash Milwaukee. Welcome back to the Stressed Out Dads podcast. Uh, Before the break, we covered the topic of why do couples that argue and fight on a regular basis stay together? So we're going to move on to this next topic, Timbo. All right. All right. That topic is how long should a couple be together before they start having sex? First 
date. <laughs> I know, I'm gonna be honest with you. I had a feeling you would say that, man. Well, look, let me justify what I'm saying. Okay. You know, I, <clears throat> when I was a young man, I had a three date rule. If I didn't get it by the third date, we was done. I mean, I'm just keeping it one mm-hmm. because uh-huh. all that. Let me get to know you. That tells me right off you don't know how men operate. Cause that's all that we're thinking about. That's what made us stop and talk to you because sex was on the mind. Okay. Now, why don't we just get that out the way and see if we compatible? Because you're trying to get to know me. If you talk about crocheting, guess what? Popcorn stitch, my favorite stitch. You like to paint? Oh, yeah, watercolor or oil. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to say whatever I got to say. <laughs> To get the draws, you know what I'm No, I'm just saying that's just the way, if a man's being honest, you know, men are just, that's just what we do. Now, I figured you would say that. And, you know, you're keeping it real and, that, you know, that's what we're supposed to do. Now, here's why I feel sex can be introduced into the relationship too early. And, and, and now this is, and I guess I'm, I'm uh, let me make myself clear here too about the relationship. I'm talking about a, a man and a woman that they're, they're, they're focused on building the relationship. You know, that it's not, it's not a one night stand um, or anything like that. This is a, you know, they're focused, focused on having a relationship. And the reason I, I say that I feel that sex can be introduced too early is because I know people, their relationship is based on sex. That's that's what their relationship is revolved around, and it's really it's really nothing else to it. Even even down to them mistaking sex for love. Well, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. When you met your wife, your boo thing, the love of your life, your soulmate. Yeah. Did you say, oh, she seems like a nice girl. I want to get to know her better. Or was you trying to get the draws? Keep it 100. All right. Well, I, I guess I do got to. <laughs> okay. I got to <laughs> say it like this. Because I remember, I remember the whole thing of asking her, you know, do you want to chill out, chill this summer, hang out this summer? I remember all that. It was, it was like two days before the last day of school. Uh-huh. Um, she was like, yeah. I also do remember saying, dang, man, she, a, she a hot little thing. I, would, I wouldn't mind uh, hitting that. Okay, okay, okay. So um, as I got to know her, I'm like, huh. You know, she made, this, 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 you know, this seemed like a good chick right here. Now, at the point you thought that had you hit yet. No. Uh-uh, so your mission was to hit, and along that journey, you thought, you know, something she is pretty good. I guess you got a point. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you got a point there. Okay, man. well, let me ask you I this. You if it was you, you was just getting with somebody because of, and, and women have their reasons. I'm just talking about men now. Let's say that yeah. um, somebody that looked like the female version of Freddy Krueger was in the club. Brilliant IQ, good job. Family rich, and she say, "Chad, you want to dance? Would you even give her the time of day?" <laughs> okay, okay. I'm just saying. 
And she looked like Freddy Krueger. Well, that, let's just say she she just had uh, one tooth in the front of her mouth. Now, if you put your hand over her mouth, how she look? Toe up from the floor. Uh, no, man. She is no. not a looker, and I'm man. Not, I, I, I'm, I'm not no shallow person like that, but nah, man. Nah. All nah. men are shallow when it comes to this. To an extent, everybody's shallow to an we, extent. Not to, I mean, we just flat out. Ain't no, don't try to sugarcoat it. Because when you saw who is your wife now, you're like, damn. Then you start scheming from that point on. Oh, man, I got to get her to notice me. You probably doing the moonwalk down the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't do all that, but I get what you're saying. You got your high top Gumby fade. Look, I seen the pictures. I seen the pictures, yo. <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't have the gummy, but that, that was that was middle school. You had your overalls with the one side down. You been working that yep, one that yep. one pick that's sticking out all night, man. Got some. <laughs> <laughs> so you did some stuff trying to attract her. You know what I mean? And you you was I all mean, romantic man. and everything else. You know. <laughs> Let me ask you: What is the one celebrity? That if she knocked on your door when your wife wasn't home, that you would go ahead and hit. Dang man, it's a couple of them, brother. I got I got to throw one out there, man. <laughs> I always had a thing for this woman, man. And she she she's she's a older woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vanessa Williams, man. Okay. Now, is it she sexy, intelligent? I mean, what, what's the number one quality? Oh man, Vanessa Williams, sexy man. Okay, okay. I remember, um, you know, because my girl and I, we always sit around, we play these little games, what if, and all that kind of stuff. I remember asking her who was her one celebrity cheat, and I think I don't, I'm not good at sports. It was some NBA guy. I don't even think he plays anymore. I said, look, if I ever come home and catch some big draws on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be surprised. <laughs> it's gonna be some problems up in here. Oh man! So you don't you don't think that um, sex can be introduced into the relationship too early? Uh, no. So let me ask you this: Let's say your wife, the first time y'all got together, I don't, I don't know whether you went over her house or what, what y'all did. I went over her house. Okay, yeah. let's say you was over her house. And she go in the back room, come out butt naked. You was going to say, hold, hold, hold on, hold on. Let me get to know you. Nah, nah, nah. nah. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> but, but, but you also got to realize, too, you know, we was, we was younger then. Right now, it's so the same me, thing. Let, we don't change, man. That's why I say women got all these magazines and stuff got these women messed up. We got three Fs that we need to survive. And the one, well, I'm, I'm going to substitute it for the words, give us sex. <laughs> Feed us and give us a little freedom. And by freedom, I mean, you know that, like for in your case, you like to watch, you and your son watch Sunday football. Yeah. That means I don't want to hear you say my name from kickoff to the closing ceremony of the game. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> right. I could be walking around the house. It was this other day. I walked around the house not doing nothing. My girl ain't got nothing to say. I sit down, I'm deep in contract. Babe, can you get this for me? Babe, how do you do this? Babe, I said, you know something? This is how people get strangled, right here. This is how people get strangled. 
<laughs> yeah. Let me ask you this. Is it possible for you to, you know, you you meet this chick, y'all going to go out on um a date, y'all go out on a date, and she give you all hints that you're going you gonna to get you some. Is it possible for that chick to turn you off in a way where you don't want it? Yes. See what I just had to right. instead of following up? <laughs> yeah, like let's say that that she, you know, we, we vibing, she throwing the hints and it's about to go down. Because first of all, she only get one hint and I'm busting the U-turn, we going to wherever. So we headed there and she says, oh man, you know, I, this is about to go down and she's perfect. And she said, hey, do you mind if I do a little heroin before we get started? That's it. I'm done. <laughs> Damn, I mean, I, I, I don't blame you on that, brother. Or she say, you know something? I'm glad I got my life together because I, I used to be a crackhead. I'm like, mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so there, I'm just asking here. I'm mm-hmm. not saying that I feel this way. I'm just, I'm just asking. There is no way to you that um, having sex with a chick on the first date could be a bad or backfiring thing. Yeah, it could be bad. Like we have sex on the first date, like everything perfect. We have sex on the first, well, everything perfect as it could be for a first date. Yeah. And, um, I don't know. She just uncoordinated in the bed. You know what I mean? So whatever it is, I'm, mm, this ain't right, going to work out. Right. I mean, think about it. Think about it right now. Yeah. If you and your wife got into it right now, I mean, I'm tired of y'all yelling. And she said, I'll be right back. Go to another room. Come on, butt naked. Argument over. Argument over. Women just don't understand the power that they have. I, I remember, I almost said her name. I remember this one girl way back in the day. Let me make that clear. You know, we was just talking. I, now, I'm over somebody else's house. We just talking. And she said, you know something? She said, I like the way you talk, man. She said, I'm curious what you're working with. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm in sex mode, so I don't know if we're on the same page. And I'm famous for being in sex mode, and I misunderstood. <laughs> you know what I was <laughs> Yeah. So I'm like, uh, you're going to have to clarify what you're talking about. She says, well, you know, I ain't got no problem. You know, I want to get down with the get down. I said, nah, nah, we, we ain't going to do that. We're going to be specific. You know what I'm saying? So she came on out and said a few choice words that made herself clear. And it was going down. We got we got busy. We was uh, friends with benefits for years. And she was the coolest chick ever, man. Cool chick, man. What what stopped what stopped it? Uh she met the guy and she um ended up getting married. Is she still married? Uh yeah, she's still married to that guy. But uh just for the record, one, I didn't know the guy, two, I hit it at, at the day of the wedding. So I'm just going to say that. I'm going to throw that out there. Wait a minute. Say what? Uh, I didn't know the say guy. Say that again? I didn't know the guy. I was going to the wedding. I was invited. And because uh, I was happy for her. You know what I mean? And um, they said, hey, she want to see you. I went in there and she gave me the hookup the day of the wedding. Well, so you you did not know the dude she was married? Uh, first time I seen him was that day. Okay, okay. Now, she had told me about him, how they met, you know, all that kind of stuff. They got married right. kind of fast. I think it was like less than a year or pretty close to a year that they got married. 
she came out of nowhere and said, hey, uh, this guy, I think I met this guy, I think he might be the one. I'm like, cool. So we messed around a few more times, and she said, hey, uh, I'm going to have to make this the last time. I was like, all right, cool. You know, I wish you the best of luck. She said, well, can we still talk? I said, yeah, we can still talk. But in my mind, I was thinking, we really ain't got nothing to talk about, but I'm going I'm to yeah. stay in touch just in case she might want to go ahead and throw it on me again. So you weren't you weren't willing to to, to uh, stay in touch with her and, and talk without the sex. Well, I did because I was just thinking that this wouldn't go work you out. Get the sex again, <laughs> yeah. So, so the only reason you stayed in contact with her was in hopes or just in case she was gonna give it to you again. Yes. So. You was more of a sex acquaintance than a friend to her. Oh, no. We went to lunch and, you know, she used to come over because she liked uh, to watch sports. So she used to come over while I was working and lay on the couch and bring a little cooler with beer in and watch sports and stuff. So, but you said that, well, no, we really can't. uh, In your head, I don't know if you, you, you didn't say that to her, but in your head, you said, we really ain't got nothing to talk about. But I'm going to still, you know, talk to you just in case you want to give me that hookup again. Yeah, right, right. I mean, when she came over, I wouldn't let, like, her come over and chill on the couch and go to sleep on the couch and stuff like that. And I wouldn't hit me and have nothing going on. Why? Well, let me ask you this right now. I, I just use your wife as examples, not picking on her, but so you don't get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> what if your wife said, hey, listen. This is the last time we having sex. I'm not having sex anymore. Would you continue to be in a relationship? This is the last time we having sex. I'm not having sex anymore. Yeah, that's it. Sex is over. Like come this Friday at high noon is the last day. Ain't no more after that for the rest of your relationship. For the rest of my marriage? Yes, sir. No more sex. None. No, man. Also, love ain't gonna keep you there. I mean, I love her. And, oh, ain't no and, doubt. And, and, yeah, I I love her, but um, I mean, what what's man? I can't see that. I mean, I I oh man, if we do stay together, oh man, I got a side piece then. <laughs> you know something? I know that's getting cut out. <laughs> <laughs> So hold on, so just to make sure. So Chad Patterson, you said you you gonna have a side piece if the scenario goes that way. Okay, let me <laughs> let me say this again. Okay, so what about this? Let's say um, I don't know, your wife got in some kind of accident where she couldn't have no type of sex, no kind of sexual thing. Right, right. Would you stay with her then and not have a side piece because it was an accident? Man, you wrong for that question, man. <laughs> you wrong for wrong not for being you. honest with the answer. <laughs> <laughs> you wrong for that question, man. Because, I mean, if she had an accident where... Because it, as as wrong as this may sound, she had an accident to where she couldn't have sex anymore. Yeah, I'd stay with her. Okay. But that but wasn't I, that wasn't the answer. You gonna get a side piece? I know that. I know that. Just let me let Time me let me finish. 
Let me finish. I ain't trying to sugarcoat it. I'm just keeping it real. <laughs> I would stay with her because, I mean, she had an accident. Right, right. You know, that's my wife. I love her. She had an accident. I'm going to take care of her. But I also, I got needs. Just as vice versa, she has needs. Mm, mm. Man, so now you making this sound terrible, man. I'm just waiting on you to say it. you haven't said it yet. You inching I on it. Said, no, no, I, I wouldn't have no side piece, man. Okay, I just want every man that's listening around the world is laughing right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but let's let's say this. Let's say you were on. Man, we we had an hour and eight minutes, man. Right, well, I'm going to wrap this. This is the last one. Let's say that right. the doctor told you you only had 30 days to live. No, there's yeah. no if, ands, or buts. You was checking out in 30. I'm dying in 30 yeah. days. Would yeah. you want your wife to get remarried and move on and be happy? Or would you want her to be miserable? Oh, I would want her to move on and be happy. Mm. Well, you're a good man, man. I don't give a damn what the audience say about you, man. You're a good man. Well, I mean... Th- th- do you, okay, here's the thing, man. I would be a dummy to think that after I'm dead for so many years that my wife ain't going to move on. Man. Now, it is people out there that don't ever move on, don't ever, you know, they lose their spouse. They, they, they you know, they was together for years, married for years. They Their spouse dies. They don't ever move on. They... They don't remarry. They don't. They don't move on. But I, I wouldn't expect for her to do that. Okay. I wouldn't expect for her to. I would be a dummy to think that. If the roles would switch, would you move on? After my wife died. Yep. I eventually, as time passes, because it gets easier with time. But it never goes away. You never lose that those feelings for that person. Well, how much time is a reasonable amount of time before you start I, having I sex again? I, a month, two weeks. Was a reasonable a reasonable amount of time to start having sex again after your your wife dies? Yeah. I, I mean, I I don't know, man. I can't answer that question. I don't know because I ain't been in that situation. I hope I don't ever have to. Well, I hope that neither of us have to be in that situation. Right, but right. I don't believe for a minute. I believe that um, you'll be crying on somebody's shoulder. The next thing you know, it's going down. That's what I believe. Why? Why, why do you believe that? Because I know you, man. You know me, yes, sir. Man, you full of <laughs> man. I got to cut that out. <laughs> Messing with you, man. <laughs> man, why you always gotta be pointing the finger at me, man? Like, I, I know you. That's you. Well, anybody with as many fetishes as you have, it's hard to believe that yeah. <laughs> that, that you you wouldn't. But now you might feel bad afterwards. I do believe that. Oh my damn goodness, man! <laughs> uh, leave it up, leave it up to him, man. Leave it up to him, man. I think that's what would happen in your case, man. Oh, I, I, I told my girl, listen. If I'm on my deathbed and she's sitting there holding my hand, I'm going to grab her by her throat when I hear that thing go beep, beep. 
and you know your hands locked when you. When you <laughs> I said we're gonna both be on that other side of the realm together. together. <laughs> nah, I man, I'm be honest with you, man. I I don't think you that silly to believe that you died. Eventually, your woman might. I ain't saying she wouldn't. wouldn't. I'm not saying she wouldn't. But I'm saying I yeah. hope she miserable. Miserable. Dang, that's terrible, man. You don't mean that. I hope, man, that she she miserable. That's what I hope. No, man. Well, I mean, what's your purpose, though? Before get, we wrap this up, what's your purpose? I'm petty. I ain't got none. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's crazy, man! But man, I think we've we've uh, we've gave some uh, some good insight and answers to both of these questions, man. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. First topic we covered was why do couples that argue and fight on a regular basis stay together? And second topic was how long should a couple be together before they start having sex? And Timbo said the first date, which I knew that's what he was going to say. But um, come on, man, come on! You you, you also <laughs> feel the first date. You admitted you wouldn't turn nothing down on the first date. Right, right, right. You 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 got a point there. I mean, you you right. I did say that. I did say that. Now there is exceptions to that rule. My daughter shouldn't exception. be sleeping with nobody ever. I want to put that out there again. Amen, brother. Amen. Cause man, it, it change up when you when it's if it, when it's your daughter, man. Yeah, she shouldn't be sleeping with nobody. Um, if they got a pill to make her sexual desires dissipate, I, I will buy it. Say <laughs> so you gonna buy it, huh? Yeah, she don't need the lifetime no supply. That's it. She don't need. No, I'm gonna get her the IV. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, on that note, we're going to wrap this thing up, Timbo. Thank y'all for listening to the Stressed Out Dads podcast. As always, please subscribe, comment, share, tell your friends and your family about it. Continue to be safe out there. Continue to practice social distancing. Keep your hands washed. Take your hand sanitizer with you. Let's just be safe and healthy out there. And if you're not registered to vote, go out and get registered to vote. I'm your host, Chad Patterson, and my co-host, Tim B. That's it. I I, I ain't going off this week, man. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) So you just going to leave it at Tim B this week? That's it, man. Because you ain't violate my rights too much this time, man. So I'm going to go ahead with that. All right. Well, right on there. Right on, man. Well, y'all be safe out there. We'll catch y'all in the next podcast.